What's up, peeps? As always, I'm your host, Lee Benz, and thank you so much for joining us on the AEW Insider. I bet you didn't expect to hear from me. I figured I'd put this together real quick before SmackDown show. I had to do some errands after work, so that's why it's so late, but I still want to get it on before the show. It's just not about SmackDown, though. I got some AEW news, a lot of WWE news, uh, what the new stage looks like, some wrestlers that are returning or are backstage right now, what have you. Then tonight, I'm going to do another show real quick with the SmackDown live results and my opinions, plus the Hell in a Cell prediction show for WWE. So make sure you tune in for both shows. They will be on tonight. All right, real quick, AEW news. Well, the kickoff the Wednesday Night Wars has begun and AEW came out on top, baby. TNT would have been happy with 500,000 viewers watching. Well, AEW pulled in 1.8 million views. So TNT is very, very happy. It's their highest rated show in over five years. And WWE's numbers I'll get to in a little bit. As I said before, AEW's was in talks with TNT to do an after show for AEW Dynamite. Well, after the ratings they pulled in for Wednesday night, there definitely will be a show, but it's supposed to be taped and edited, which I don't get, but it'll be on soon enough. Who knows? Uh, Chris Jericho gave his opinion of AEW beating WWE when he did an interview with Complex Sports. This is what he had to say. He said, because they're embarrassed. I know how they worked, and the fact is, I haven't seen the actual rating, but I'm assuming they know how it is. And I think we probably kicked their ass. They started this. Everything that they've done has been a reactionary move to us. We're not in war with anybody besides ourselves. I don't care if you resurrect John and George, and it's a reunion of the Beatles at the Super Bowl or whatever. All that matters is our show. You can put anything up against us, and we can't compete with that we compete with what we're doing they kind of started this war and the very first night they got destroyed big deal it's our first debut great but they have to come back and say it's a marathon and not a one-night sprint whoever said it's a one-night sprint it's not a war for us now we're placed now we're placed the number one and we're going to kick ass because we're going to do what we do very very well there's a little bit of arrogance towards us now that is gone he was also asked if he still talks to CM Punk. If you don't know, him and Punk were tight in WWE. Punk was tight with a lot of people. Not a lot, but he had a circle. After he left, he he, he unfriended them and he turned his back on a lot, lot of them, including Kofi Kingston and Cole Cabana, which you all know about. Uh, Jericho said, uh, he, oh yeah, Jericho wanted him on his podcast. Punk felt that he was trying to use his kindness for a weakness, get him on a podcast because he just left and trying to capitalize on him leaving. So that was eons ago. And this is what Chris had to say about talking to CM Punk now. Well, not at this point. He's an interesting guy. From what I understand, there was some reaching out to him, and it wasn't via text like he said. That's Punk. He's a martyr. I think he. I think it hurt his feelings. Khan and AEW EVPs more than anything. But I was like, guys, that's Punk's. That's just who he is. 
We don't need him. Ooh, it's always great to have a guy like that, but it's up to him. I haven't talked to him in a long time. If he wanted to come in, it would be a huge buzz. It'd be great, but I have a feeling he wants to go back to WWE because Vince McMahon wants to close his circle close. He wants to be friends with everybody, and I think Punk feels the same way. Hmm. My dog MJF did a post-interview after AEW's TNT debut. He was pissed as fuck at Jericho for attacking Cody. Yo, I'm telling you, it was one of his best things ever. It started off, he was stuttering a little bit because he gets nervous like I do. But after that, he went in full gear and he was fucking tearing. MJF is going to be a fucking star. He will be a future champion soon enough. Uh, Tony Khan also did a post-interview. And his is very good also because Tony Khan is a huge wrestling fan of Mark just like us. And he also messes up and he lets a lot slip like what could be coming up uh stables and all that so definitely check that out it was very very good new york comic con is going on right now aew had a panel there chris jericho is on the panel a bunch of other people and cody rhodes entered the room the crowd went absolutely fucking nuts he made his way to the stage all pumped up and then he went right after aew champion chris jericho so they're fucking getting into that comic con as we speak Alright, WWE SmackDown. We know that tonight, not even in an hour, it's going to be the debut of SmackDown. John Cena is filming Suicide Squad 2 in Georgia. He couldn't be there, but he sent his best wishes for tonight's show. He said, good luck to my WWE family for the first episode of SmackDown on Fox. I learned a lot about family here. Um, I apologize. I just assumed it was Suicide Squad 2. He's actually filming Fast and the Furious 9. Because he said, I learned about a lot about family here filming Fast and the Furious 9. Uh, and I'll be enjoying it from afar. I'm glad Fast and Furious family, our family member, The Rock, gets to finally return home. He's electrifying. Because we know The Rock will be there tonight, which is great. Sorry about that. I was assuming that I started stuttering. All right. I reported a few weeks ago that Stone Cold Steve Austin went on record and said he has one more match in him. Well, you know Vince McMahon never misses out an opportunity like that. He's like a shark smelling blood in the water. Uh, you know, money. He needs more money to stuff in his pillow at night. So there are talks that they want the rattlesnake to fight at one of their big Saudi Arabia shows that they do twice a year. Nothing set in stone yet, but it is in talks. It is amazing having a rock back on SmackDown tonight. Somebody definitely, uh, what you call it, wanted to steal a little bit of his thunder though. Hours before the show, Randy Orton tweeted to the Great One. This is what he tweeted to the Rock. Hey, Rock. I will see you at SmackDown this Friday on Fox. How about you and I have a discussion about who's the greatest third-generation wrestler of all time? And we answer that question April 5th in Tampa at WrestleMania 36. A viper's sense of smell is unmatched, and I smell what you're cooking. See, now that's awesome. What he said is right on point. They're both third-generation wrestlers. I don't even think they got to wrestle at all, maybe even just once or twice, yada, yada, what have you. Uh, Randy Orton's contract is up next year. Unless they start kissing some major ass and putting him on more and treating him right, he's going to be gone. So it seems like he wants to get in everything he can before that happens. So let's hope for The Rock and Orton at WrestleMania 36. They revealed the stage for SmackDown. They did not bring back the fist, which I'm very, very upset about. So let's take a moment and, you know, pour out a little bit of liquor for the homie, the fist. 
but the stage does still look fucking kick ass. It has the huge double screens like Raw, but all the way in front of it, there's about five or six, I don't know, four or five pillars on each side. They're these big, big pillars, and they kind of bend into an arc, an arch, and they're all light blue. So the stage is fucking dope. I like the stage better than Raw, just saying. You know what I mean? Because Raw's did look a little bit plain because of that screen. They probably seen that and like, yo, we need something on the stage. So check it out tonight. It is dope looking. Also, some big names are backstage and should return tonight, if not next week, for the draft. Tamina Snuka is there, back from her concussion. Also, her cousins, the Usos, are there, back from one of their DUIs. And the chosen one, Drew McIntyre, is back from injury also. I cannot wait for the day that Drew gets to fulfill his destiny of the chosen one. Because he is so, he's going to be champ. Alright, well, people were expecting Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair fight. You will have to wait a bit longer. Hogan is going in for his 10th back surgery. Uh, he still will be able to run his team and cut promos, what have you, but he definitely won't wrestle for a while. And uh, you know that uh, he's been, and Ric Flair has been in and out of the hospital, you know what I mean, very, very recently too. So if those two get in the ring, they're going to fucking die. One of them are. But Saudi Arabia doesn't hear that. They want legends and they want stars. They've even asked in the past, which I reported before, they want dead wrestlers to appear. These motherfuckers were asking for Eddie Guerrero, Macho Man Randy Savage, and this wasn't years ago. This was their last list that they gave to WWE, who they wanted to appear at their next show. So it's insane. All right, I wasn't even going to take a break, but I got a lot more to tell you. Not a lot more, but enough. I got NXT UK spoilers. You got new tag team champs, a new commentator. And uh, also, too, I do have what Triple H has to say about AEW and, uh, excuse me, NXT being different from SmackDown and Raw. And also, too, I have a little bit more. So I'll be right back, peace. I don't want to talk your uh, ear off, but I want to get this done so we can watch SmackDown live. All right, be right back. All right, peace. we're back. Let's finish this up real quick so we can watch some SmackDown live on Fox. NXT UK. NXT, before it went live on USA, is all... I mean, yeah, USA was previously taped. NXT UK is also before they air it. There are new NXT UK tag champs. They are Wolfgang and Kofi. Uh, coffee, I say coffee, call coffee. Speaking of NXT UK, there is that is where commentator Todd Phillips was moved. My poor man got booted off of SmackDown to make room for Raw's commentary team, and he's now playing for NXT UK. And real quick, just the NW, I mean, what you called, uh, what you called it, Ric Flair, I apologize, back to him real quick. He was going to sue WWE for using the catchphrase, the man. You know, he always says to beat the man, you got to be the man, blah, blah, blah. And it was a big, big problem about it. Now he went on record and said he never had a problem with them using it at all. So, you know, they got him in a room, they gave him a big fucking fat load of money, or they gave him a big fat new contract, or gave like his daughter a lifetime contract or something. But WWE made good behind closed doors. Now, real quick, Triple H did an interview on Thrill List. He talked about NXT being different from Raw, SmackDown, AEW, what have you. On differentiating NXT from Raw and SmackDown Live, he said, Raw and SmackDown are like this band you were into when they first started. They were small and no one ever heard of them. And now they're the biggest, greatest band ever, right? 
then five, six, and two, three albums down the line, they go mainstream and they hit big. Casual people are all into them because they're selling out stadiums, and you're like, this is the worst piece of crap sellout song they ever made. You gotta go back and listen to those first two albums. Raw and SmackDown are the thing they want that everyone tries to grab onto. NXT, I want to grab people at the base level where they started, where this is the greatest band ever. There's not as many of them, but they are super engaged from day one. We're gonna be laser focused on stuff that the more passionate fans will care about the pure product as opposed to just a spectacle on not trying to copy aew style for nxt he said if i was worried about what everybody else is doing i'd be trying to replicate raw and smackdown i'm not interested in that excuse me he said on people crediting i mean they on people crediting him with nxt success to say it's my baby Like, there's so many people that have poured so many hours of passion and sweat and tears into the brand to get it to where it is. Uh, But when you see them knock it out of the park, the pride for what you have, for what they're accomplishing, accomplishing, it does feel like it's your kids. Now, I know besides being in the States closer to their kids, this isn't Triple H anymore. This is another story. Uh, and I know why being, besides being in the States closer to their kids and wives, why Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson did resign with the WWE. They were ready to leave for AEW or go back to New Japan to the Bullet Club. Uh, WWE offered them five hundred grand at first, and they didn't accept it. But they did take that follow back of 700000 a year. What if they don't? Don't do anything or don't get used at all all year the minimum luke gallows and anderson are going to make are 700 grand that's a nice payday and also i said a while back that Braun Strowman inked a new deal with the company he's getting 1.2 million dollars for the fucking next four years which he deserves that's insane all right, I'm sorry for all stuttering and stories being out of order, what have you. Like I said, guys, I had stuff to do. I wanted to get this out to you before the show tonight because there was some good stuff. Uh, I'm thinking about starting a Patreon, actually. YouTube, I can't get paid off till I get 100,000 subscribers and at least uh, 4,000 hours of watch time in a year, which isn't going to happen this year. So I'm thinking about maybe doing a Patreon, doing special shit, what have you. And it's not like I'm making a living off of this. As you know, if you're a fan of the show, I'm a single father. I work seven days a week. But if I could make any little bit extra money, it would be to go events. I'd be going to more pay-per-views. I already will go to WrestleMania's TakeOver, SummerSlams when I can. I do that on my own. But I'd be going to more big wrestling events, wrestling conventions like Comic-Con, I'm just saying. Uh, what you call that? Video game stuff, horror conventions, what have you. So I'm thinking of starting that. But like I said, Pete, I'll be back tonight with my results and opinions of SmackDown Live and plus the Hell in the Show prediction show for Sunday. So definitely check us out on all social media. It's the AE Insider on all podcasting platforms that you can listen on, also on Facebook and YouTube, and it's the AEW Insider one on Twitter. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benz. This is the AEW Insider, and I'll see you in a couple hours, peeps. Ciao.